Hey, ev oh, that's loud. Yeah. Hey, everybody. Hi. Oh, you're not loud enough. Hold on. Oh. I'm still tweaking after uh, this cute little uh, kitten in my lap has done havoc on the board. Took me a few minutes here Kitty. to figure out. Give me a good sound check, Squeezer. Check one, two. Check one, two. One, okay, you're, two, you're hey, good. Hey, you're good. Two. You know why audio guys only say check one, two? Yeah, why? Because on three, you got to pick something up. Oh. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's TV production humor there. We're a little late because Enchantress and I got caught up in uh, the Amazon Prime picture. Hold on, before we go any further, I got to put my last beer. Ah. Your, oh, your last your last one of the evening, I see. Yeah, right. No, the last one in my three-beer mug. I, it takes three oh, beers. I oh. filled it up with two. There's For uh, a, a drunk, I wouldn't say I'm an alcoholic. I'm a drunk, Squeezer. There's never there's never a last one. Ah, yes. No. You know, you wait till the end of the night to have your set to start. You don't drink yeah. during the day and... And then you, enjoy, you indulge yourself. We watched... Yeah, you, you numb the pain. I get it. <coughs> yeah, numb the pain of meeting with you morons today. Hey, you <laughs> called it. That's true. I knew what I was getting into. Uh, so we watched Air. Uh, it's on Amazon Prime. And we wanted to see it at the theater. It just it didn't work out. Um, Not enough time in a day. Uh, the timing when it came out. We came out around Final Four, obviously, and we had our own uh, basketball tournament along with, uh, uh, you know, spring training. There's a lot of things going on. Uh -huh. Yeah. Came out like March. It, it's really fucking good, though, Squeezer. Oh. You have Amazon Prime. I know that. I do. Give it a watch. It's uh, the it's the story of Nike signing uh, Michael Jordan for to an ex-shoe contract and the creation of the Air Jordan 1. The one of the most iconic shoes in the history of sneakers, uh, and it's pretty. Affleck, Ben Affleck directed, and Affleck's the fucking bomb. And mm -hmm. Matt, and he was bombing phantoms. Affleck was the bombing phantoms, and um, it's uh, just a good picture squeezer. Damon, it's it's Oscar worthy in my my opinion. Oh, yeah. nice. So we watched oh, yeah. we watched it's, Ted it's Lasso. On the Prime? It is on Prime. Yes. All right. I I was bummed. I saw. Uh, Dungeon and Dragons was going to streaming, but of course that's on Paramount Plus. Oh uh, yeah, we I bought yeah. it on uh, yeah. Apple. So I I was like, do I get that? So I can I'm like, nah, I'll just I'll just rent it on Prime and be done with it, so I don't have another subscription to something I'm not going to watch anything else on. Uh, it's really good. Scream five or yeah, five or six, whatever one they're on. The last Scream is also on Paramount. That's really good too. Uh, was that the soft reboot one? No, that was the one prior. Okay. The requel. Oh, they made another one since? Yep. Ah. This is a sequel to the requel. <laughs> ah. <laughs> yeah, and they do it really good. They're very meta. But this one, I mean, you guess the killer immediately, and you're right. Uh, but that's that doesn't take the fun out of the movie. It's just a fun picture. It's really stupid, but it's really fun. It's a good, oh, good. fun little horror slasher romp. They they play they always do the slasher genre genre right with the screen movies and this uh, iteration was no different. Uh, it feels like every movie we're talking about ties into the rad years like fucking Air Jordan Air, Scream. We go back to the first Scream movie. Um, that's just the world we're living in right now. No, oh, yeah, nostalgia nothing, sells. Yeah, 
we know by you y'all listening to this here podcast that uh, nostalgia sales. We're the generation. We're the largest generation with disposable income. So, so I mean, sell us our childhood kids, back, why, one piece at a time. That's why Happy Days was a thing when we were kids. Mm-hmm. Going back to the fifties. Um. So yeah, Air is a highly recommend. Ted Lasso too. This was a great episode. It keeps each episode is the show is so good. Squeezer, so freaking good. I'll read the book. <laughs> uh, well, there's not a book either, but I'll, I'll get the when they do the uh, the TV version of the book. You know, mm. the adaptation. Um. I don't know what else is out there, Squeezer. You have any news for us? No, I mean it, it's been—I don't know—I've been spending my evenings uh, in my shed in my basement. I just do like clean up adult things, like you know, the dead bodies you have in there. Yeah, the dead. Literally, yes, literally, actually. <laughs> Not just dead yes, bodies. Yes, mice. Yeah, little bastards. Um. Yeah, no, I just I'm working on my deck, so it's all like labor intensive things that aren't a lot of fun. So I haven't put anything new on or tried to watch anything new just because I play the classics in the background or put the Phillies on and have my AirPods and I can listen to it. And well, Phillies lost the game today before I even got home. <laughs> uh, yeah, to the Giants. Stupid. Giants. They like Stup- they stupid like West Coast lose a bunch. And then they go on a streak, and you're like, "All right, they're in second place," and then they lose again yeah. to better teams. Mm-hmm. Right now, they got to get their pitching in order. Yeah, it's got to fall in line. Um, there is a rumor. Um, you see, it's better than Justin Verlander getting booed in City Field. <laughs> um. This came out this afternoon. Uh, Take Two Interactive mm-hmm. released a statement, uh, their fiscal statement, saying they are high, looking forward to a very successful, anticipating a very successful 2025 and 2026, looking for $8 billion in net dollars. Are they the company that's going to put out Grand Theft Auto? Yeah, so it's going to drop in uh, 2025. I thought that was Rockstar. Rockstar is the developer. Take oh. Two is the publisher. Ah, oh. yeah. They're, they're the money. They're the money bags. Um, yeah. They didn't say Grand Theft Auto, but when you when you say you're gonna make eight billion dollars, right? What else is? Years, it's gonna be Grand Theft Auto. Yeah. So I'm gonna have to get whatever PlayStation Five is at. What are we six, five, six? What are we at? Uh, <clears throat> five. But I'm on Xbox now, so. Oh, we'll you switched to Xbox? Out. I thought you had PlayStation. I thought you had them both. I, no, I didn't get a PlayStation. I get if if you want, I'll get a PlayStation. We'll see what happens in <laughs> well, that's what, two years from now. That's what Brad has. He's got the PlayStation Five. Yeah, I I got an Xbox when it was the, that was, I got it at a time where it was like impossible to get, either. I just got lucky. Okay. Well, it's been two years now. Yeah, so I think it's time to get the. Well, you could pre-order the bundle pack with me, and we'll wait in line yeah, to get the I'll slim bundle pack. I, I don't. I, I'm 
obviously don't play enough games now to uh to what to justify buying anything new although oh, you kind of just stalled out there you're like i don't play enough games yeah. too uh, I, I, were you I, lamenting I, that you don't play enough no, games no, i'm uh i'm, I'm mucusy oh he is mucusy sorry yeah sorry folks you're gonna hear a lot of <clears throat> are you plowing through it because i plowed through it when i was sick yeah, because you're a trooper, so I'm a trooper. Okay, all right. Yeah, I think I think it's a mix of uh, allergies uh, and bleach. Uh, yeah, but there is that cold. Is that's uh, whatever it is. It's going around hard. It might be. I, I don't feel like sick. I like it's just a little, you know, back of my throat. Although our windows were open last night, and the entire bedroom's coated in pollen. Oh my, yeah. So that was I was working outside like the last three days, and everything. The air is essentially pollen. Yes, the air is poison, as they say. Man, it's been a full... It's September 2013 is when we got Grand Theft Auto 5, or 6, or 5, right? 5. Yeah, that's why people are expecting that. It's Because usually, by the time you release the game, you're already working on the next iteration. It's in pre-development. Well, they're, so, they work. They just banked on online for all those years. Yeah. And uh, they are, allowed. Are they going to do a similar thing with uh, this? Uh, yes. If not, even more so. There is rumor concern that they were going to just forego the entire single player campaign in lieu of uh, online, which would be sad because the stories that they, you know. I only played the single player campaign until they launched online. It was like a month, right? Yeah. And uh, then the, the story is just fan. The characters are just fucking so great. It's yeah, like but playing a movie. Yeah, I guess. I'm just not good at games. I wish they made it easier so I could act like I'm good and have fun. You don't, you don't have to be good at it. You get through eventually. Yeah, but like after two or three times, I'm like, I, I, this bores me. <laughs> well, oh, okay, yeah. They didn't take into account your attention span. Right. See, when we do online, you guys pick up the slack and it's fun. <laughs> and then, like, you guys eventually give in to me and let me just do nonsense. Yeah, it devolves quickly into just, you know. Fuckery. Fuckery. It's been a while. Should. Yeah, we, we talked about that. We should get on. And if anyone else in here has PlayStation 4, is that what we have? Uh, Yes. Yeah, let me hang on. Here. If anyone else has a PlayStation 4 and yeah. Grand Theft Auto 5 and wants to get in our crew, we'll start we, around. We, we could start a new crew, like a, a, a Radier's crew. Oh, that'd be fun. Because we already have like at least three, what, three crews with our current crew? Like the motorcycle crew, we have the regular yeah. crew, and didn't you guys just start another crew from scratch? I know. Or is that just Brad? Am I, that's just Brad. Yeah. So yeah, we'll... um. We'll start a Rad Years crew. If anyone just hit me up on a, on Insta on the slide in my DMs with your Sony uh, your Sony handle, and then uh, we'll get a we'll get a game on. I don't know when we're gonna play. Yeah, add this to the list of Rad Year things we're gonna do. Yeah, if if you're cool with playing at like eleven thirty on a weeknight, <laughs> Eastern time. Yeah. For about a half hour before, like, ah, I'm tired. Yeah, well, no, we usually do about, sometimes we did a few hours, but it never really goes longer than, like, uh, usually by, like, 2 a.m. we're all, like, throwing it in. Yeah, 
I, I end up leaving for a bit, get a snack. Fall asleep. Or oh, you, yeah. Fall, there are multiple times. Yeah, just you're like, oh, Squeezer and Russ is falling asleep. <laughs> you're like, I got to I gotta go take care of the girls. I'll be back. And then you just never come back. And by the time you come back, we're all gone. Yeah. Oh, yeah, there's that. <laughs> and then also just actually falling asleep, controller in hand. Mm. Um, Um, uh, so this weekend, uh, we saw Top Gun, the original at the Shankweiler's drive-in squeezer. Oh, fun. And I realized that Maverick is such a much, a better movie than the first one. Really? I haven't seen, I only ever seen Top Gun like two or three times to begin with. And it mm-hmm. like the, like two of them with, with Enchantress, her family is Navy family. So they love Top Gun. So I was like, yeah, it's all right. It's all right. And then we saw Maverick, and I'm like, this movie's fucking awesome. Like, it's really good. And then you see Top Gun again after seeing Maverick, and you're like, fuck, man. <laughs> like, not only did they make a sequel that, as they say, lived up to the original, it's better. <laughs> hmm. Well, yeah, I guess. It's kind of a requel, but it's, a, yeah. Requel is scream talk for a reboot sequel. Ah. Yeah, and they made so much money with that. You, yeah, we're guaranteed another Top Gun movie. Uh, Tom Cruise is like, see, and, uh, all right. Here's the timeline I was trying to figure out. He was his his daddy was died in '65, and he was a toddler. So Tom Cruise was born you're, you're, in 19. 19- Tom, Tom six, Cruise or the character in the movie, the character, mm-hmm. uh, Pete Mitchell. His dad died in 1965, and he was a toddler in the picture. So in real life, Tom Cruise was, oh, he's only 60. He was born in 62. So he's only 60. That's not too bad. No. Um, and so in Top Gun, the original, came out. We're doing math about movies on the Rad Years podcast. 1986. So that made him, by math, 24. Right? Uh, Yeah, I feel like that's young for a fighter pilot, though, no? Uh, <laughs> is it? Yeah, because you got to go to school. Well, he's in learn. school in the movie. He's a naval aviator lieutenant, Pete Maverick Mitchell. So the mean age for all selected pilot candidates is 39.9 years old. Hmm. Hmm. So maybe he was meant to be older in that movie. That's what I thought they were getting at. I don't know. It is a movie too. Like that's true. Uh, teacher's college degree. Okay, this guy got his wings at twenty three. So yeah, it's a and he's still in like place. All right. Yeah, he's at, he's in Top Gun. Yeah. Which is the code word for the the who's a what's a flight school flight school. <laughs> yeah. Well, he, maybe he, he might be too young for top gun at that point like you would think like you'd have 
more experience before that. It's, I, it's, look, I'm not going to poke holes in the volleyball. They were given their chance to train at the United States Navy's Fighter Weapons School, which is known as popularly known as Top Gun. Anyway, I, all this being said, Squeezer, you should watch Maverick because it's pretty good. <laughs> is that on Paramount Plus, I'm guessing? It is on Paramount God Plus. God damn it. Really good. Referencing the movie Top Gun while at the school incurs an immediate $5 cash fine. As it's seen as conflicting with the Institute's atmosphere of professionalism. They take themselves and that army way too fucking serious, don't they? Or Navy. I know, right? You should have a little bit of fun. Yeah, Kick right. Kick the tires and light the fires and all that shit. No, it's Independence Day. Uh, all right, well, um, uh, we didn't burn enough time talking about nonsense to get through a whole... Sorry, I don't, I don't know if my voice is going to have it, though. Yeah, well, we got to give the people uh, what they want. Filler? Well, filler and two hours of show. They want, you know. Oh, no. We got to make their whole their whole commute squeezer. Well, get a shorter commute. <laughs> Your voice will make it. I, I'll, I'll oh. carry the show if it doesn't. I'll be, oh, thanks. <laughs> Just as long as you don't have to carry me, you'll hurt your back. No, you're a sweet boy though. Yeah. We drink keep drinking that ghost. It's got the what is it? Yeah, I could feel myself getting thinner. Well, well the links I sent you wasn't like it was like uh, it looked like professional nonsense, not just regular nonsense. Yeah, I don't know if that how, you know, and I'm sure it's one of those things where it's like, you know, pure. Like a, a ridiculous amount of it. L-carnitine and L-tartrate. And then there's a thousand milligrams per can. And it helps you burn fat like a champion. It ghosts the fat. Oh, Superstar Billy Graham died. Squeezer. Ah. He wasn't really of our generation. I just knew of him. I didn't. Oh. You know, you knew him uh, tertiary. Well, um,. I guess since you have a uh, also uh, my brother bought uh, uh, Zelda Tears of the Kingdom and he said he likes it so nice again I was like when am I gonna have time to play that yeah especially when you just started a new GTA crew oh yeah no one's gonna take us up on that no no that was that was just me that's pomp and circumstance as I say Squeezer <laughs> even if they do I'm not gonna reply back. <laughs> We're never gonna play with them. It's pomp and circumstance. Yeah. Do you know how long? Like, look, if you want to do it, message him now because by the time he's done doing updates on that thing, uh, GTA Six will be out. Yeah. So if you want to join our GTA Six crew, get yourself the PlayStation Six, copy of GTA Six. Five. No, no, no. We're talking about six now. Oh. By the time oh. I get around to playing, oh, you'll be getting the old the. Yeah. Right. And then uh, we'll buy the PS6 Slims and, um, yeah, party at the door. Well, uh, let's start the show because little Squeezer's feeling sick. And something that could soothe his 
little throat would be some nice little ice creams, wouldn't it? That's a transition. Yeah. I, I One day we're going to get through the show without pointing out every time we make a good transition. No, the people need to know. That's true. Uh, so without further ado, Squeezer, you kick it off this week. Here is your first pick for our uh, ice cream show. I should pot it up before I hit the button. It tastes right out of his story. Oh, that's so beautifully nineties. Um, and and nothing says more nineties than uh, taking uh, like a Hanna Barbera product or something of our parents' generation, uh, rebranding it with a little like nineties uh, style, and then selling sugary treats to kids with it. Mm. And vitamins. Yeah. And vitamin. Yes, yeah, so it was fortified with vitamin C, of course. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because uh, it's, you know, fruit juice. And I, I don't know how much you have to put in there to be fortified with, but I guess if you put a little bit in there, it's fortified. Um, so what, what sherbet's just what it's ice cream with, like, juice in it, right? Sherbet's just ice cream with juice in it? I think so. I mean, you know. In a, a squeezer explanation kind of way. Sherbet, pronounced sherbet. Sherbet. Sherbet is the usual word for a frozen sweet dessert made from fruit or fruit juices. Sherbet, with an additional R, is the second syllable pronounced, and sherbet is less commonly used. What? Oh. Who says sherbet? There's sherbet and there's sherbet. Oh. Is sherbet an East Coast thing? All right. What's the difference between sorbet, sherbet, and sherbet? Uh, sorbet is no dairy. It's a fruit made but no dairy, eggs, milk, or cream. So it's generally vegan friendly. Uh, uh, the pureness of the fruit makes it icy and refreshing. I guess it's just frozen fruit. Yeah, sherbet. It's, uh, it, it, it's supposed to cleanse your palate between courses. Sherbet is made with fruit and dairy. Uh, Sherbert and sherbet are the same per Marion Webster Dictionary. In my understanding of the desserts, where sherbet is the standard American pronunciation, she says, so for our sake, we might simplify things and consider them to be the same. Not, not ice cream or sorbet, but something fruit-based treat that has a small dose of dairy within it given a slight creaminess that makes it different from dairy free sorbet. Mm. In British yes, it English has a creamy to it. Creaminess. Sherbet is a different thing though. It's a sweeter powder that can get mixed in the water to create an effervescent beverage. Ooh. Mm. That sounds fancy. Yeah. Um all right, well there you go. Huh. But I say sherbet. I always said sherbet too. I never say sherbet. <laughs> Yeah, sherbet doesn't sound... Because I don't have my head stuffed up my ass. Yeah, so we're British, is that it? Sherbert. It's Sherbert. Yeah, 
Like, well, the Merriam Dictionary says they're the same thing, so. Oh, well, Merriam, yeah, I'm more of a Webster guy myself. It's a Merriam-Webster Dictionary. It's the same yeah, thing. I know, I know, oh. but I agree with Webster. Because mm. there's two like of them that put it together. King, they argue over it, and then. King James Bible type thing? Yeah. You don't even know. You just said, yeah. <laughs> that was a very <laughs> unconfident, yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. <coughs> ah, but yeah, I mean, this is uh, the pinnacle of fun summer treats. Uh, like mostly a uh, like a, a uh, swimming pool kind of snack stand thing. They took a toilet paper roll and stuffed it with ice cream. They did, but and with a plunger, mm-hmm. mind you, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because you know, and it it, it was helpful because you know it al- allowed you to enjoy your treat over time. And if it melted, you didn't have to worry about runny hands because then you just had a nice uh, sugary juice drink that you could just sip. It was like, uh, yeah, but it leaked out of that plunger. It did. Yeah. Yeah. It was like a push pop, but ice cream. Yeah. And then you got parts to play with anyway. That's true. Yeah, for stuff for your action figures. Yeah. Uh, Yeah, you got uh, uh, the the normal go-to, of course. The the leading flavor is the... um, Orange uh, with its Fred. Uh, uh, I gotta lean in because I can't see. Uh, yeah, yabba dabba do orange. Uh, uh, Wilma had uh, lime rock lime. She had the green pops because you know it's lime. Uh, Barney was uh, the raspberry rubble. Um, the cat had uh, what was the cat's name? Baby puss. Uh, the cat. That, this was a good one. Uh, uh, Bedrock Berry. That's probably my second favorite after the. I thought who had the lime? Orange. Wilma. Wilma. Yeah. Uh, Bam Bam and Pebbles uh, had the uh, Cave Kids Cherry. Ooh, cherry's yeah. always good. Yeah, I, I. That was probably the most common after orange. I feel like. That I was feel like. Around. Your options, and, and the, if and, and your options, unless you bought like a, a mix pack from the store, was orange or, or get the fuck out of here. Yeah, pretty much. When you went to like an ice cream stand or something, or like a snack stand, and it was a you got a push pop, you get orange or get the fuck out. Yeah, yeah, because those those were the ones that I I think to get if I remember, I could I'm talking out of my buttocks here, but like you would always buttocks. see the orange uh, on its own. But you couldn't, you wouldn't get like a whole thing of Wilma's for a lime. No, you know, no. Like all the other flavors came in separate mix packs. Mix packs, yeah. But the orange um, was on its own. Yeah. Because orange sherbet's like the typical sherbet flavor. Yeah. Yeah. Or sherbet. Yeah. Or sherbet. Or sherbet. I, I, this just blows my mind. Uh, yeah, and yeah, I got the little. You had to take the little paper wrapper off the top. It was nice, mm-hmm. you know. You'd keep it nice and nice and clean. There were little oranges around it, but yeah, this was like our big go-to. Uh, this was a nice pool treat. If you weren't getting uh, nachos, mm. or you weren't getting uh, like the rocket pop with the or the uh, the Bop. double popsicle, so you could mm. make a. And you only got that because you wanted to make a switchblade that sticks. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, what, you didn't? I mean, my friends, I wasn't that crafty squeezer. That's a lot of work. Uh, you just, sharp, uh, the lifeguards will walk by, just, just stop that. And you you and all your friends are just grinding 
uh, popsicle sticks on the sidewalk to sharpen it to a point. <laughs> what flavor double pop did you get? Banana, right? No, no. Always, I would always go cherry. Mm. I like Not the bad. I like the bomb pops too. The the th- the lemon cherry and the uh, uh, blueberry or blue Ooh, raspberry. Yeah, those are good. That was fun. It's a flavor of Mountain Dew currently. Yeah. Oh. Oh, really? Hmm. Hmm. There's like a zero sugar cheese. version too. It's very blue. It's like the bluest blue drink you could buy. Um, but th- these were delicious, but not delicious enough for people to really care when they weren't licensed. Um, so like Nestle still sells uh, push-ups. They're just you not get Flintstones. Cherry Blast, Turbo Grape, Outrageous Orange. No one ca- see. No one cares. See, nobody cares. Um. Yeah, it, it's like if you got like if you saw that you wouldn't think twice. No, I'm not gonna get that. I'll get something else. But Flintstone, Flintstone, we got Flintstone here. On it. <laughs> yeah, they're gonna. You're gonna you're gonna suck that marketing up. They'll get cheap on me, Fred. That was Barney's mistake. Nice. That was like three Nadri jokes in a row there from the that same scene. That was really good. Just like a push pop. Just like a push. All right, is that your first pick in the? Is it in the in the history books? Uh, it, it is. It, it well, it has been. I we just drag it out of the history books. Ah. Uh, okay. Well, um, here's mine. And Lewis, vanilla coke. <laughs> Yummy. You think I can have a sip of that? Be my guest. I gotta know what a five dollar shake tastes like. You can use my straw. I don't have cooties. Yeah, but maybe I do. Cooties I can handle. Fucking good milkshake. Told you. I don't know if it's worth five dollars, but it's pretty fucking good. <laughs> so this is from Pulp Fiction, obviously, and I was yes. thinking about it. Um, this was thirty years ago, essentially filmed in 93, 94 release, mm-hmm. and he's complaining about a five dollar milkshake is an astronomical uh, price to pay for a milkshake. Now I'm gonna go on sweets and treats here in McDonald's and see what a vanilla milkshake costs. Can you see the cost? I guess get an older marble. How much is a large milkshake at McDonald's? Oh, huh. It's oh, this is from 2016. Here's a okay. Here we go. Oh, large is only two ninety nine, so it's three dollars. So, well, that's McDonald's milkshake, though. Yeah, I guess five dollars yeah. is a lot for a milkshake. I guess if you go, okay, no, re- let's look no, at Red Robin. You, Red Robin, yeah. Well, even then, but if you go to like a 
there's a couple places I go to. I like their milkshakes, and yeah, you're paying more than five bucks. Doon, doon, doon. Order pickup. Beverages. Is it a, is it a beverage or is it a dessert? Oh, it's a shake. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> um, yes, I, I vanilla milkshake at Red Robin is six dollars forty nine cents. Now I'm gonna go to an inflation calculator. This is really. Oh, I already. I just by googling it, I saw what it. Yeah. Let me do it methodically. Yeah, I'm not gonna. All right, you do. I'm not gonna just eat into your, your 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 shtick here. Calculate. Ten dollars fifty cents. So that's a ten dollars fifty cent milkshake. So it was an expensive milkshake. Yeah, that's pretty expensive. Yeah. So I gotta know what a five dollar milkshake tastes like. And he, he calls it a Martin Lewis. Uh, which is their code for vanilla. And I guess uh, Amos and Andy is their code for chocolate. Oh. That's so well, it's a whole fifties theme. Yeah, right. Yeah. Got it. Uh so milk and ice cream and it's a shake. It's, it's a pretty fucking good milkshake. I could go for a good what what's ice the place I go to? What's that uh I'd rather a gelatinous what does he call it in uh Simpsons? Uh non gelatinous or non dairy. Non dairy gelatinous Okay, a large milkshake at, at my place is uh, currently five fifty nine, which is on par, I guess. For I guess, I guess that's what it should be now. Maybe I guess. Uh, maybe How much is it? Uh, a large is five fifty nine. Weird prices. All right, here we go. This might be it. You know, I went to the McDonald's in uh, Shelbyville on Friday night. A McWhat? A uh, McDonald's restaurant. I uh, I never heard of it either, but uh, they have over 2,000 locations in this state alone. <laughs> sprung up overnight. You know the funniest thing, though? It's the little differences. Example. Well, at McDonald's, you can buy a Krusty Burger with cheese, right? But they don't call it a Krusty Burger with cheese. Get out. Well, why do they call it? A quarter pounder with cheese. Quarter pounder with cheese? Well, I can picture the cheese, but uh, <laughs> do they have crusty, partially gelatinated, non-dairy, gum-based beverages? <laughs> mm -hmm. They call them shakes. <laughs> shakes. I don't know what you're getting. Well, I... Partially gelatinous, non-dairy, gum-based beverage. Did I lose you, Squeeze? No, I'm here. Oh. I'm looking, I'm looking at the toppings that they have here. You can get both Reese's peanut butter cups and Reese's pieces in your shake. Yeah, if you wanted to. Well, I would recommend twelve ounce ice cream, a shot of bourbon, six ounces of milk in a blender, and then top with whipped cream and a cherry. I even though they didn't put bourbon in it, I say put bourbon. Yeah. Or you could uh, make a custard and make a really fancy. 
Uh, and then you try to drink it through a straw and your eyes go crossed and you black out. That was like a McDonald's shake. I, you know it's how long it's been since I've had a milkshake? You know what kind of milkshake used to, I used to love and hate when I was a kid? The Micro Magic ones. Remember Micro Magic? Hang on. Got to Google it. Micro Magic made uh, microwavable milkshakes, French fries, and burgers. Well, I remember their French. I like their French fries. They came in their the French fries were awful. <laughs> they like blended into the box and became cardboard with it. No, no, they 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 <laughs> they look like a Patriot missile launcher, but with French fries. Um. Yeah. So my mom would buy the shakes, and they'd be like, "Why would you microwave a milkshake?" Right. So it was frozen. You microwave it, and it's supposed to like turn. Turn into the milkshake, but it was either frozen or boiling hot. <laughs> yeah. At places. It was both as you drank it. Bo- it was both. It was like Schrodinger's shake. It was both frozen, <laughs> solid, and boiling hot at the same time. And, but I, I don't know. I was thought the scene as a kid, because I watched this when I shouldn't have as a kid in 94. And my mom was pretty pissed I watched it. Uh, but I was like, what's up with the $5 milkshake? I want that. I wanted the vanilla Coke even more. Because that wasn't a thing. Back then I was like, well, vanilla Coke? What is that? And I want that. They don't have that here. I want to go to Jackrabbit Slim Squeezer and get myself a $5 milkshake. I'm trying to think of the first time I had like a real vanilla <sighs> Coke. When they released the vanilla... Oh, probably at no. Sheets. First time I went to Sheets. Sheets used to have that like that flavor spigot in the middle. We could like add flavors to a soda. I don't remember that. Oh, this was like early two thousands. I'd go with Adrian up at Kutztown. That was my sheets. Yeah, and um, we'd be stoned out of our minds, and we'd go for schmuffins, and um, uh, the 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 spig sodas with the the vanilla Coke. And later, when he moved to Whitehall. Uh, at those apartments there, we'd go down to the Seven Eleven and buy them out of pizza rollers, like that the pizza rolls that they cooked on the hot dog roller. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> they're they're good. Those are pretty good. Yeah. No, it's delicious. The uh, mini tacos. Oh, yeah. Ten for two dollars. How can you go wrong? Yeah, you, you. How can you go wrong? You eat them. That's how you go wrong. Well, you don't eat. You don't eat all ten. That's the trick. I learned that. Share. Yeah, so the thing you didn't know about Pulp Fiction Squeezer mm-hmm. explains the entire movie. The briefcase, when they open it up and look inside of it, yeah, it's filled with $5 milkshakes. <laughs> oh. Why do you think he's so excited when he opens it up and said, we good. <laughs> now, some guy wrote this on Reddit. He said, the most obvious significance is that Mia uses a shake to flirt, and Vince encourages her by taking a sip. The shake represents Mia, something tantalizing, sweet, and costly to have. He thinks all the dialogue from when they're ordering the food is meant to prime the viewer for things to come. Vincent wants his burger bloody as hell and orders a vanilla Coke. The dialogue also keeps the racial tension present in a film on a simmer, almost an Andy or Martin Lewis, which is... the chocolate or vanilla last i think it goes along with the weird vibe of the restaurant everything is somehow retro and modern at the same time so a five dollar shake is both reminiscent reminiscent of something from the 50s but at the same time priced for modern times although 20 years later nobody would question a five dollar shake 
Mm, I'm probably right. And this was 10 years ago, so it was only 20 years since. There's ten. There's a Reddit thread from 10 years ago. Oh, God, that means it's, yeah, it's 30 years. Uh-huh. Uh. God, I would love a milkshake right now. Yeah, we all want milkshakes, Oh, you right? know what? That's where I had my first vanilla. Um, J&R Market up in Copley. Because they had, like, a legit, like, soda jerk, like, snack stand in the back. I probably had uh, my first shake at McDonald's. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. I, don't, I never had a soda jerk. Oh, yeah. And then there's a place just up the street from us at the corner there, across from the cemetery by my old house. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is a soda like, jerk tell you to drink diet because you're fat? I wasn't. Uh, I might have been. Well, he's a soda jerk, so. Oh, I get it. He's a jerk. Yeah, you better have a diet, you fat ass. <laughs> they all had those. Thanks, uh, soda jerk. <laughs> they all had those uh, those stools with the cracked red vinyl seats. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. There used to be a Friendlies inside the Lehigh Valley Mall. Uh, it was up next to the McDonald's on the second floor, mm-hmm. and on the front it had a like a bar, an ice cream bar with those stools. And I remember going there as a kid. To the friendlies in the, inside the mall. It was to the left of the McDonald's. Hmm. Yeah, true story. Picture it. Oh, oh God, I I know like a lot of people like I'd go back and watch Martin Luther King's speech, or I'd go back and watch Washington crossing the Delaware. I'd go back to the Lehigh Valley Mall in like the 1980s and 90s just to walk through it again. Go up, just run up and down a ramp. Yeah, or all, all our malls. Just I mean, that's how vapidly horrible our life is. We remember malls, you know, fondly, but yeah, whatever. I think the death of the mall is the death of the um, environment squeezer. That's true. They used to deliver, and, and the reason why our roads suck, they used to just deliver everything to the mall and we'd go there and buy it. Now we yeah. want everything delivered to our own personal houses. Yes. And nothing is centralized, so they had to cut down all the trees that feed the squirrels to put in strip malls and spread everything out. Mm, yeah, let's go back to malls, everybody. Yeah. There's escalators. Mm. I want to go back to that ramp. That was pretty cool. That ramp was sick. Reopen up friendlies in the mall. Never, it was not ADA accessible because you had to have you had had to be like Arnold Schwarzenegger to push someone up that ramp. We we need what can we do to make we need to open the friendlies. We need to make malls great again. Screw America. We need to not make America great again. Make malls great again. Mga 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 chaka mga chaka. Make malls great again. I'm gonna be like. A lot of people don't know. We're making malls great again. We love the malls. Love the malls. We're making them great. We love them. They're going to be great. We're going to go shopping. You're going to go look at ladies, fine girls who look just like my very sexy daughter, Ivanka. We're going to go to the malls. We're going to love it. And you over there, the handicapped guy, he likes malls. I could tell he likes malls. We love our malls. Well, Trump's getting better, isn't it? I, I'm sorry. No, I thought that was Cheech Marin doing a Trump. Was it too high? 
That that was way off. That was, was it? That was possibly your worst Trump you've ever done. Uh, see, I, I think yeah, I have to get higher with him, but it's like a lot of no, people. But- a lot of people don't know Squeezer. A lot of people. We love malls. No, oh my god, now you I, fucking got in my head, you dickhead. Uh, hey, hey, hey! Well, I can see it. I think your ears are just stuffed. No, that was, it was something was off. <laughs> we love the malls. Hold on, we love the malls. We squeezer. <laughs> now I'm fucking. <laughs> a lot of people told me. A lot of people. That squeezer doesn't know what he's talking about. I think my I, I'm I still have, I'm still nasally. It's your your voice is very gravel. It doesn't. I think it's it's my nasally still from. I I think so. Yeah, you're not. It's not there. Hmm. I don't know. That's pretty good. I'm getting his inflections down though. Well, I always thought you had the inflections. Eh, I wouldn't listen. His CNN town hall was hysterical, so there's a lot of good material. <laughs> You're a nasty woman. You're a nasty woman. <laughs> and she's like, answer the question. Answer the question. <laughs> I loved it. Um, we're, yeah, we're making malls great again. Milkshakes. All right, here is Squeezer's second pick. Man, I was in the mud. Yeah. It, well, I mean, it's it's like 40 years old. Yeah, so. what is that? Uh, it was a putt-putt commercial. <coughs> I fucking hate mini golf. Uh, how can you hate <coughs> mini golf? We didn't really have putt-putts around here. What is a like, putt-putt? It's it's mini golf, but it's is like it a chain. A, yeah, mm. branded. Yeah, uh, we everything around here was like like our diner. We are we treat our mini golf like our diners. It's all independently owned and operated. Mm. Yeah. Um. Yeah, but there's nothing better. A nice warm summer evening of mini golf, and then the highlight of it is mediocre soft serve ice cream at the end they didn't have the whole fancy like ice cream get up they just had you know like a snack bar and there they had you know you can get your your soft serve ice cream and i it's it's delay and you got to get it um just the plain little the 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 small cones like the flat with the flat base ones not the big fancy ones that you could fit a ton in, but just enough. And I would go, I was always uh, like the black and white. Black and white. Ice cream. Because like, you do the mix. Like the chocolate vanilla? Yeah, chocolate vanilla. Oh, I never heard it. Ref- I heard a cookie referred to as black and white, but I never heard of. Oh, no, because you can get your milkshake that way too. Does it bring all the... Boys to the yard, Squeezer? Uh, it does. Hmm. And they're like, it's better than yours. <laughs> um, so you guys didn't really... Uh... I didn't go to mini golf till I was like 
30. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Wait, really? I didn't go till I was like like a teenager, like a late teenager, and I was like, this sucks. I'm bored. Let's leave. Oh, God. Well, maybe that's because you didn't go as a kid. No. So you don't have any endearing memories of it. Nope. It's also very boring. How would you? How do you know? Because I did it, and I'm like, this is dumb. But you did it as a jaded, dumb asshole teenager, not as a little kid hitting a stick and then getting ice cream. Uh, I guess. If you would have had such, if you would have developed some fond memories of playing uh, mini golf and uh, eating ice cream. My dad, did, does your dad golf? No. Oh, my dad didn't he either. Did, he did when he was younger and he was really. Funny. Oh, right, right. Your dad, yeah, but your uncle, you have golf in your family. Yeah, there, I got multiple. Pros. Yeah, and my, my my uncle would argue that my dad was even better, but then he discovered beer and cigarettes. Yeah, but he did golf. Yeah. Right. My dad never even touched a golf club. Oh, no, he was on like the golf team and all that shit. Like he was. Yeah. Yeah. Jeffrey never fucking touched it. Oh, the, what are you doing with that the uh, metal stick there, Ryan? <laughs> yeah, we weren't a golfing family. Yeah, but... he he would have tried to find a way to make it into an antenna. Yeah, you know, let's put that on the tower. You get the get the repeater going. Uh, the good ham radio tower there with that. You'd probably tell me to go on the roof and watch for the storm with it. And my mom would yell at him because I wouldn't get it. Are well, you gonna take that on the roof and check for a storm? Jeez. Yeah, he used to tell us to go play on traffic on twenty two. <laughs> no lie. Did you listen? No. He just laughed. Oh, Dad! Jeez! Oh, <laughs> wanting to kill us. Um, but there's like so. It was a weird transition, like when we were younger too. Like you had, like the mini golf, and they started to, to redevelop them into like fancy high end establishments. Hi, how could golf mini golf be high end? So they they did away. It's like oxymoron. They, they did away with like the um. Like the the windmill and the clown head, <clears throat> and all the silly fun obstacles, and develop them into like these complex, uh, professional golf course looking kind of things. So like the borders were all stone, and it was more ramps. It was all green. There was a lot of built-in like fancy water features. Mm. So it, it was meant to look like an organic golf course, and not like a silly little thing with windmills everyone i've ever been to has been silly yeah you got to go to the silly windmills we should go there's one right down the street from us oh the oasis where bix goes for yeah. lunch like every day oh bix goes to george's he goes to oasis all the fucking time because he got kicked out of the bethlehem diner oh of course he oh because they have like you can get like crab cakes and shit there yeah yeah, he goes to Bix goes there all the fucking time. So they, cause they went to they went to um, uh, Wurtz today. Oh, did they? They went to Wurtz. We're going to Wurtz. Was that the first time he was ever there? No, I. I it might have been actually. So the garage crew went there. We went to Cali Burrito. Um, and they putting in their order, and. The guys are just getting, you know, you get a cheeseburger while you're there. Because that's what they do. They do cheeseburgers. Get cheeseburger and onion tanglers. Of course, this guy, because he can't help himself. No matter where he goes, it has to be like a platter. Bester? Yeah. 
It always has to be. He can't. I've never seen him just order like a sandwich or something quick. All right. What did he get? It, um, it was something with shrimp. Hang on. Let me. There were there were multiple things because then other people started ordering and he interrupted I thought you, because he wasn't done. I thought you went to uh, um, the the taco place. How did you know? Uh, Denny told me. Oh, oh. rundown. I got the whole thing. Let's see. With starters, fun. No. Hot sandwiches. No, you gotta go all the way down to like entrees i got a, a chicken caesar salad when we went uh, what do you get the chopped sirloin the grilled chicken breast the stir fry the parmesan uh, it, it was something with the, the might have been the crab cakes i love crab cakes. chicken and, and then but he definitely had shrimp and he's like i want shrimp the shrimp so cocktail what? uh no it was like a cooked shrimp like Dish. I don't know if it, maybe it was a special too. He's like, why? They're known for their burgers and club sandwiches. Can we? And then he's bitching that it's taking so long. And he's like, yes, they have to make your meal. It was like five courses of like individual things that came that he ordered and came with it. The only thing I see there's the jumbo lumped crab cakes. There's the shrimp cocktail. I don't see anything else with shrimp. Yeah, I, I, I think it might have either been a special or he had shrimp with it. Mm. Um, Can I get and, shrimp and that, with that? Yeah, and that was him also like being difficult, you know, like add this, take that away. I don't want this. And then I guess it was his turn, so he didn't want he didn't want to give anyone else the credit for the meal. So, <laughs> in in the most elegant way possible shoves the credit card in the waitress's face before she's even done taking your order and goes, take this card, don't let this guy fucking pay for it. Mm, what a class act. <laughs> yeah, he's a real gentleman. <laughs> uh, who was it? Uh, Bix, Corey, Denny, and Trucker? No, Trucker wasn't <coughs> with us. It was, it, was, it was the Garage Minions. Okay, so it was, it was Bix, Denny, and Corey. Yeah. And then you, the you, crew. you trucker. No, trucker wasn't with us. Oh, trucker didn't go at all. He was off. He wasn't working tonight. Oh, 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 oh you're talking about when you're at Allen. Oh, yeah. I, you're saying lunch. I'm thinking at lunchtime. I was like, I didn't oh, see, no, no. Sorry. You guys were all like, at the building. Lunch. You mean, you like mean dinner. when you went to dinner, right? Second lunch. Second lunch. First dinner. <laughs> First dinner. Whichever, whichever you want to call it. Yeah. So. Either you guys all want no. Oh, I guess the farmers market was closed because it's Wednesday. Yeah, we were gonna go there, but it's it's Wednesday. That's why we went to Wurtz on a Wednesday. Yeah. When we were during Phantom season. Yeah. So. It was probably warmer when we went than it was today. It was pretty chilly. It was chilly today. I got I got my I got to remember to take it back in now that we got the air AC figured out in my office. I got a I had my backup hoodie. Uh, oh, what was wrong with the AC in your office? Um, because the way it's designed, there is six different thermostats all on one system. Yeah, right. Yeah, the slaves and the button. masters, yeah. And and the one is actually in the foyer in the back of the building. Ah. So that also explains why it's always an issue with the heat because it's usually cold in there. So it... it Wait the the, the foyer in the back of the like where you come in the, like 
The breezeway? Yes. The, the breezeway is there's, tied into... There's, there's, it doesn't even need a thermostat. It's got its own heater in there. Yes. It's tied in. It's in the same, It shares a thermostat with engineering, the break room, the equipment closet, which doesn't even need one, and my office. Jesus fucking Which Christ. is completely separate from your office that is three inches on the other side of a wall. You better pray to your Jesus that it is, because you'd be fucking sweating your ass off every oh, day. Oh, thank God. Because <laughs> I, I would not allow you to fucking have the goddamn I, AC it, as cold I, as you. I wouldn't even allow you to have it on at all. It goes down the... Usually come July, it'll be like 64 in my office. You'd be begging me, please, sir, please turn it on, sir. And I'm like, no. Go wrap yourself up in a garbage bag. Just have a box fans blowing in my face. No AC. That is like the one advantage of my my power. I can control thermostats. <laughs> but I don't want... Although, I constantly complain that it's fucking cold in the truck and I do nothing about it. ME2. I refuse to work in ME2. We're really getting off topic. Really getting very, very, very much talking about talking things about air only, at work. only you and I know about. No, the, <laughs> like MU2. Yes, the, our second truck. It's so cold. I, I'm a, I, I'm with uh, Johnny. MU1 only, so they could keep yeah. it my well, temperature. It, it's also where because where the ducks are and it blows right down on you. Video is the coldest. It yeah. drops right on your head and there's nothing you can do about it. It's awful. I could start fucking threatening to fire people if they don't turn the AC off. Yeah, but then then the truck starts on fire. Yeah, well, <laughs> not cold anymore. <laughs> I'm in charge of the budget. If I want the truck to burn, it burns. I'll start with one then. Yeah, really. All right. Um. All right. My second pick. Did we talk about mini golf in that one? Uh, just that it was awesome. And I, I yeah, was that an ice cream pick or what was? <laughs> Yeah, yeah, because you always you got ice cream while you were playing mini golf, oh. and I have fond memories of that. Fair enough. Presenting a wacky, wild mystery. Hello, reports tell us every box of Kool-Aid Cool Pops has mystery berry bars. Your job, guess the flavor. It could be cherry, strawberry, or even cream pops. To help you, Cool Pops comes with a secret decoder and games on the back to sharpen your skills. Beware, mystery berry bars show up as different flavors in each box. Good luck. I think we've got this problem licked. Kool-Aid Cool Pops frozen drink bars now with wacky wild mystery berry bars. I was going to do something else. Uh, squeezer and then Dino Drac dropped a picture today of Kool Aid cream pops, and I was like, Oh, fuck, I love those. There's the Kool Aid cool pops with like the full popsicle Kool Aid flavors, and then there are the cream pops, which had like a thin popsicle shell with a frozen solid vanilla ice cream layer in the middle, and that's what my mom bought, and those were the shit. Hang on, I'm looking. Cream pops, Kool Aid cream pops, cream pops. A nice cylindrical, long uh, tube filled with cream that gushes into your mouth. Ew. Who could what? I did not like these. Really? Yeah. No, oh, I loved them. What didn't you like about them? The vanilla ice cream in the middle? Uh, it, it was very, everything seemed very artificial. That's weird for a kid to say, but okay. I know. I, it, it was just something. 
I didn't know what art the, the the word artificial when I was a kid. Well, but. I'm not I'm not saying I knew it either. It's just something was off with it hmm. for for me. You, I, didn't, I didn't like surprises you, inside things. You would. It's it was really cheap ice cream and flavors. So you probably would. You're probably in like Hagen Doss boy. No. no. You you don't eat that big fucking three gallon tub you get in the lower levels of the Acme. We were a Briar's household. Yeah, that's see, that's high class. That's the what's that 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 uh, fancy cake they have there? The Briar's like Almanetta or whatever. Uh, that was your one of your picks, I think. Yeah, that was one of my picks for for like high class or something. Yeah, no, we didn't go that far. Yeah, no, we weren't. We or, weren't. or like we would get it from the, my grandparents would get it from the Schwann man. Yeah, we weren't uh, a Briar's family. We were a Wise Brand family. Oh uh, yeah, it it came and went. I think it was well Turkey Hill, Turkey Hill. Yeah, I mean that's your go-to around here. Yeah. Uh, but these cream, I think it was mostly these cheap pops, like the the Mickey's ones, these ones, like uh, Jello pudding pops and Jello pops. Uh, the Mickey's ones, were the, the Mickey ones were the best. There is some flavor profile there that can't be replicated in. Those. It was called and lots of texture. sugar. <laughs> was that it? Yeah. And the texture too. Everything like it, it had a little. It was just a little softer. Mm-hmm. Uh, anyway, I digress. You do. And I don't have much to say about Kool-Aid Cream Pops. I just wanted to bring them back into everyone's memory because Dino Drac did today to me, and I'm, I'm like, I want to share that. And there was a Purple Source Rex. I lived for Purple Source Rex flavor. I had the juice boxes. Boom. I had the Kool-Aid Burst. Boom. I had the fucking everything Purple Source Rex was my flavor. It's a grape lemonade, and it was my favorite flavor of Kool-Aid. Still is. I love Purple Stars Rex. It is good. So do a lot of people because it's like their most famous. It's our. It's the logo for Radier since I started the Instagram. Mm-hmm. The Purple Stars mm-hmm. Rex logo. Anywho, uh, let's move on to. We're an hour on and we're going to your third pick, Squeeze. We're making good time. We did spend twenty minutes talking about very specific restaurants that you could only eat at here and work mm-hmm. people that no one knows going to them. But we're. And- and air conditioning in our office. And air conditioning in our office. But now we're really cooking and we're on your third this pick. This is the Rad Year's uh, Greatest Hits episode right now. Your Carvel ice cream store has flying saucers, the ice cream sandwich invented <coughs> and patented by Carvel, and the deluxe flying saucers. Now you see the Carvel flying saucer disc. And look at here. That dog learned how to catch them by himself. I know a lot of guys that can't catch them that well. I think they're a lot of fun. Great exercise and great for the children. Your participating Carvel dealer will give you one for a dollar with any purchase. Thank you. That was interesting. Yeah, for a dollar? That's like a $20 Frisbee back in the 80s. Sheesh. Um, I, I am a fan of, of the ice cream sandwich. Are you not? Who isn't? My God. Now you take it up a level. Now you walk in, and there's nothing more exciting than going in the Carvel, and you're going for like something specific. You were the like, one on that used to be in the strip mall on Whitehall, right? That's that was our go-to. Yeah. It was by the dry cleaner there. Yep. Yeah. And it used to be our video store was also there, where that yeah, yellow well, window is. West Coast Video, right? I thought it was, was it West Coast? I thought it was just completely independent. There was a West Coast video down there somewhere. I think the West Coast video was on 
like if you're if you're leaving Whitehall High School, it was on the right side, not the yeah, side it was that clo- West Coast. I think was closer to Shot Avenue. Yeah, and it was on the right hand side. Yeah, this was this on the left hand side, right? This was just like if you're going, it's if you're leaving Whitehall High School, it's on the left. Yeah, it's right by that jug handle that you would take. Yes, where yes, Palmer yes, yes. Yeah. And there's a dry cleaner there and a Kleckner yeah. appliance. Uh, Kleckner is down just a little bit. Down a little, but it's all in the vicinity. Yeah, that's that's the area. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, it was there was a video store, and then Carvel was there, and the Egypt Star Bakery. Egypt Star Bakery, yes, yeah. which oh, is still there, right? Yes, and now actually, where Carvel used to be, I believe, is where Kachi's Market is, but they're just closing after all these seventy years. What market? That's uh, Coaches or Kachi's, depending on who you are, where you're from. What's that? Uh, it used to be on Fullerton Avenue across from Hilbert's. Okay. And that's where I would get my free cheese mm. because that's where my grandparents would do their grocery shopping. It was a little market. They had really good chicken salad. And they moved over to there? Yeah, because CVS came in and gave them a shit ton of money to tear their building down and put a CVS in. Oh. So they're like, Okay. So I don't know why they're then. So I think they just kept it going just for the sake of it. Mm. Uh, and now they're like, all right, we got our CVS money. Yeah. See ya. Uh, we, our Carvel was down by the Burger King uh, on uh, in Dorneyville, by right at Hamilton and Cedar Crest there. Uh-huh. It's not there anymore. The only Carvel in the area still is by our office, back by the Primo and the Party City. Oh, that's right. The, the Beef Baron. There. Yeah, there's a Carvel there. Yeah. Now, I, I wasn't, when we went there, like, we didn't go there to get, like, ice cream, per se. Like, what else we, can we didn't, you as get? As a family, we didn't go there to get ice, like, a cone of ice cream and enjoy. Oh, right. You didn't get a treat of ice cream. It was there to buy, yeah. a, like, a grocery shop of ice cream. Yeah, yeah. That's okay. where you went to, like, get your cake. Um, I would. That's where we get our birthday cakes and stuff. Um, or whatever other novelty you needed for a set event. Um, but in the cooler, there was this log, and that's what it was, a log of ice cream sandwiches, and the Carvel Flying Saucers were like the, the high-end pinnacle of ice cream sandwich. I love these things. They like the chocolatey cookie. They were round, and then they had to swirl, like, it, it was a fine... Yeah, they, I, I'm, my last pick, I'm going to talk about too, they make them in store. So they take the cookie, they swirl the soft serve on, and they put the cookie on top. They put five in a package, close the plastic package, put it in the freezer, and it's a, it's a ice cream sandwich. Yeah. Now, I'll tell you a secret. I was going to talk about this in my last pick. Oh, you're going to hurt my feelings, aren't you? But at Ice Cream World, they'd make you a fresh one if you asked. Oh, really? So like a soft serve cookie? A soft serve. It was messy as fuck, but it was delicious. I was going to say, because part of it is like the, the hardening of it. Makes it easier to eat, but if you ask for a fresh one, they'd make it for you, and like it, it, it was delicious. Like you had to like kind of basically like lick the ice cream out of it. They still do that now. Probably. Take the kids down the ice cream world. Ice cream world's my last or, pick. We'll get there. Or I'll, or I'll just go. Ice cream world put fucking Carvel out of business, and it's still there. Yep. That was that was the only place we went for ice cream. My whole life. We bounced around. Well, we lived right there. So we Yeah. Oh, fair enough. We weren't really loyal. Uh, but <coughs> they had uh, 
They had your chocolate. They had your vanilla. You can get a mix pack. Or you could, sometimes if you're lucky, they had the mint. Hmm. I love me a good, a mint, a mint flying saucer, mint ice cream flying saucer with the cho- with the chocolate cookie. Oh, It's like a, a, a Girl Scout cookie on steroids. Yes. Yes, it's so good. God damn, kid, you're on the juice. Ha ha! I want ice cream so bad right now. I might. Hopefully, we have some in the. <laughs> Resist the no, urge. No, it. I don't think we have any because there's little monsters left the freezer open, so I'd throw everything out. Mm. Mm. Now the seals are bad, and I got to go buy a new freezer, new fridge. Ugh. How'd the seals go bad? It's old. Oh, I mean, it okay. came with the house. I mean, I don't know how old it is, but it came with the house. And, mm. I mean, it was old when we moved in, so it was already on its way out. Fridges aren't that much. Like, they're really not anymore. I mean, you're talking like 1,000, 1,500. I mean, like, right, go to Best Buy right now. They have a bunch of open box ones for like 768 that are nice. Hmm. I was just there. I might do that. Because I don't. She's like, we're not going to try to get anything nice. She's like, oh, well, I'd like to do this. I'm like, well, we're not going to do that until we redo the floor. And she knows what that means, which is when they're both 18. Because, mm-hmm. yeah, I'm not going to. Yeah, go look at uh, Best Buy. Like, when you go into, like, the left in the middle, there's, like, a whole section of open box appliances. I am a fan of the open box. And um, I was like, these are some nice fridges for, like, 750 800 bucks. I mean, me, I personally, I prefer my fridges to have an interactive screen that I can see inside. Jesus Christ, it. really? Samsung, <laughs> they're just like villains. I know. Just go to hell. Right. <laughs> Why would you want that or need that? It's, I mean, I guess if you can. Mm. But. I don't want a screen ever on my fridge. No. No. Uh, yeah, go there and check it out, but go make sure you go with like the white van because you're gonna have to load it in right away. <laughs> um, okay, maybe I'll swing by tomorrow on my way in. I gotta come in early and paint a table. So, oh, he is making you paint it. He said he was gonna do it himself. Oh, he told me that you said you wanted me to do it. No, I said have Squeezer paint the table for you. And he goes, No, I'll do it myself. I'm like, oh, Okay. Oh, oh, we're both going to do it together. All right. We'll get done. I, I got two sanders. We can do it together. I know. I knew and you I would love doing that. I found a gallon of, uh, I have this uh, epoxy deck paint or enamel deck paint that I don't need anymore because. Uh, Your tracks. My deck up now. My yeah. No, I knew. I was like, oh, Squeezer would die to fucking sand and paint this. And uh, he's like, no, I'll do it myself. I'm like, all right. He said, sanding kind of sanding kind of sucks. Not if you use a power sander. Yeah, but still sucks. It's not the it's, sanders are lame. If I can like sand it with a saw, that's cool. <laughs> All right, are we moving on? Yeah, I might move on to the freezer. See if there's anything up there. Well, this isn't gonna help. At last, they're here. New Butterfinger ice cream bars. Hi, dudes. Crispity, crunchy the outside, creamy ice cream inside. Nobody better lay a finger <laughs> on my butterfinger. 
I bet you kids would like some of these new Butterfinger ice cream nuggets. They sure would have. Would have. No! Crispity, crunchity outside, creamy ice cream inside. Nobody better lay a finger on my Butterfinger. Man, no, no thing sold a candy more to kids our age growing up than the Simpsons did with fucking Butterfinger. Yeah, I don't even know if they actually are good, but I love them. I love them, and I want Butterfinger ice cream, even though they don't make it anymore. And damn, was that was with those ice cream? I had those ice cream bars and the fucking bonbons. They called them nuggets, but they were marketed as bonbons at the time. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Uh, and they were just all it was was like a vanilla ice cream bar with chocolate and little pe- little little specks of Butterfinger in the chocolate, mm-hmm. like the. Well, if I go anywhere where you do like a Blizzard or some kind of give me Butterfinger or give generic me ripoff of a Blizzard, I always go Butterfinger. Now. I was doing a little digging about the connection between Butterfinger and Simpsons and uh, the Butterfinger sponsorship predates the actual show. They, they hired the, the Simpsons and Matt Groening from the Tracy Ullman show in 1988 before. And, and it caused Simpsons to give it its own series. And I did not know that until yesterday when i was reading the article so you can thank butterfinger for actually making the simpsons a thing i used to always thank the simpsons for making a butterfinger but it was actually the uh, it's kind of like symbiotic they both helped each other out like Mm -hmm. like people wanted butterfinger because they liked those commercials but they wanted more simpsons because they also liked those commercials so it sold two things at once but then when the simpsons got popular it didn't hurt the butterfinger at all um, according to Screen Rant, the now beloved character Milhouse, I think we talked about this in the show before, was introduced to the Simpsons universe through a Butterfinger ad. Matt Groening created the Simpsons, a uh, creator of the Simpsons, came up with Milhouse for another animated show that NBC never picked up, but decided to recycle him for an appearance on one of the Simpsons-themed Butterfinger commercials. After Milhouse appeared in a Butterfinger ad, the character was eventually added into the animated series as Bart's best friend. And uh, what a great character he is. Oh, thank God. Without him, how would you, you know, who's going to watch for the rats in the warehouse? Right. Um, so the question is, why did Butterfinger stop using Simpsons as a commercial? And uh, this article on Mashed.com says, judging by how well the Simpsons thing Butterfinger ads were received, it's fair to say product placement goes a long way. After all, the whole reason Reese's Pieces became successful is because of E.T., but with Nestle airing new Simpsons commercials for over a decade, it apparently became overkill. The Things explains that throughout 1990s, Butterfinger and the Simpsons were so synonymous, nobody better lay a finger on my Butterfinger, became known as Bart Simpson's signature cat fr- cat- catchphrase. I can't talk or read. By 2013, however, Nestle had made moves to phase out the Simpsons Butterfinger brand association. The company launched a nationwide promotional tour of sweepstakes called Who Stole Bart's Butterfinger? The grand prize included a trip to L.A., a personalized Simpsons-style portrait per Nestle. But after this last hurrah, Nestle pulled the plug in his partnership with The Simpsons for good. Apparently, it was all over as soon as somebody laid a finger on Bart. Ah, that's clever. So it went from 1988 to 2013, Squeezer. Wow. Look, I mean, you can't be mad for them ending a relationship because... After that many years? Who does that for that long? 
nobody. And also, in Butterfingers, since by 2013, you're like, Simpsons. Yeah, right, by 2013. I mean, Simpsons is still on the air now, 10 years after that. Jesus. Um... But yeah, The Simpsons. Uh, I think this is the first Millhouse one here. Hey, Bart. Want to trade lunches? No way, dude. I got each of the four food groups. Sandwich group, cow group, jungle group, Butterfinger group. Hey, there's no Butterfinger group. Oh, contraire, mon frere. The Butterfinger group provides the crunchy peanut butter and chocolatey taste essential for survival. I don't have the Butterfinger group. Looks like you could die of malnutrition, dude. <laughs> peanut buttery butterfinger. It's I don't even neato. think they'd be. They'd be and a, it's neato. I don't even think that it's neato. <laughs> it's neato. I don't think they'd be allowed to air this. <laughs> to, to, to say that if you don't eat a butterfinger, you're gonna die of malnutrition. Right. Yeah. Um. <laughs> uh, so there were two commercials that ran in 1988. This one, the Millhouse. Another one teasing where Bart teases Lisa and Maggie with the last butterfinger in the house. Uh, so the ad campaign was picked up in 1991, by which point The Simpsons was now a hit TV series. And so the ad campaigns became a much bigger deal. The highlight of this era of The Simpsons' Butterfinger commercials was probably a campaign that launched along with the fifth season of The Simpsons in September 93, where someone stole Bart's Butterfingers. Fans were compelled to enter in their picks of who did the theft. In a lot of ways, this was a precursor to The Simpsons then doing a much larger, larger scale version of the season six finale, Who Shot Mr. Burns? The winner was announced in commercials that debuted a day after the, the year's Treehouse of Horror special. Um, back when the Treehouse of Horror specials actually aired before Halloween. <laughs> when the Simpsons made fun of Butterfinger. In season 13, Sweets and Sour Marge. Marge is upset when it turns out Springfield is the fattest town in the world, just ahead of Milwaukee. So she shoes, sues the sugar industry, and then the result is the judge banning sugar products from Springfield. The Springfield police create a bonfire where all the sugar products in town are to be burned. Eventually, a pile of Butterfingers is thrown into the pile. However, Butterfingers won't burn. Instead, they are fired out of the flames, and they are not even singed. Chief Wiggum notes, even fire doesn't want them. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know this episode. The legend is the joke angered Nestle leading the company pulling the license deal. But it's not true. I... I think I remember that one now. Even fire, even fire doesn't want them. <laughs> That's pretty good. Butterfingers are delicious though, and I'm since I've been like doing my uh, research on them, I've wanted them so bad. I'm like, just go buy a Butterfinger ride. It's fine. Get a king size. <laughs> a king size Butterfinger used to be the size of a fucking fire. Like a fire log. <laughs> for 99 oh, I cents. I feel that sugar and all that. Yes, feel it coursing cling- through your body. Feel it clinging to your teeth. Uh-huh. uh-huh, uh-huh. Oh, God, I love a good butterfinger. Butterfingers are good. And so is Butterfinger ice cream. Because we are talking ice cream on the show. Yeah. Uh, all right. Your uh, fourth pick. Here it is. Grace that up. Uh, always be with her. Okay? 
Was this Armageddon? Yeah. It took me like almost a minute to figure out what movie it was. Affleck's the bomb. Affleck is the bomb. In the bomb movie. Um. So originally, like people hated on Armageddon because it's like gross inaccuracies and whatnot. But I'll tell you one thing. I saw that in the theater. Plus, it had the fucking Aerosmith song. I yeah. love that movie. Well, at the same time, it came out against um, Deep Impact, and it crushed Deep Impact. Yeah, I was going to say, saw, it murdered Deep Impact, yeah. yeah. I saw Deep Impact at the Roxy. Like, week two? Yeah. yeah, probably, yeah. I saw Armageddon on a date. Oh. That was a great date movie. With a lady. With a lady. Maybe. Um, at the Tillman 8. She oh, nice. she paged me. I called her. I was at the Tillman Eight, ready to go. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. So, uh, yeah, there's a lot of inaccuracies in there, but there is one thing that is completely accurate that Armageddon nails, and that they do not eat astronaut ice cream in Armageddon. <laughs> okay. Because just like real life, never in the history of the space program did an astronaut ever eat astronaut ice cream in outer space. Oh, really? The freeze-dried ice cream? That freeze-dried ice cream? Complete load of shit. Oh. Yep. I never had. I always wanted to get it because it's like, it sounds like museum gift shops and shit. Yep. And I was was never allowed to eat. I never had it, so I don't don't know what it tastes like. So here's the beauty of it. It was back in the in the mid to late seventies. It was commissioned by NASA. There's a um, a company that does like a, a camping, like they're like a camping product thing, and they do a lot of like freeze dried foods and stuff for like you know long term backpackers and stuff. NASA commissioned them to develop an ice cream for their gift shop. Mm. So, uh, apparently, legend has it that Apollo 7, which was in 1968. Um, That's a great Apollo. Was it 68 or 60? Anyway. Apollo 7, it was listed on the menu of of food (coughs) that was going to be served. In an interview... Said astronaut, surviving astronaut that was on it said, there was never any uh, astronaut ice cream, dehydrated or freeze-dried ice cream ever aboard. They never had it. And in fact, 
they usually had like a pudding and they hated it. They didn't want any of the sweet treats because all the sweet treats they said tasted like shit. Mm. They couldn't get it right. So just look, I'll have ice cream when I get back. I don't need it right now. Mm-hmm. It's like a couple days. Mm-hmm. We're fine. Um, so yeah, it was, so NASA went back and they're like, oh, look, this was on our menu. Can you guys make this for us? So it seems like it was actually never even produced, but like, it's almost like they were like, Hey, what do you guys want? And guys are rattling shit off. Like, Oh, I'll have steak. Oh, we'll do uh, a freeze dried grilled cheese or whatever in outer space or whatever. So it's like, Oh, ice cream. So like it was maybe mentioned in a room. Mm-hmm. But it was never developed and distributed to astronauts in outer space. And so, in fact, I learned something. So that's why but, you play in a minute thirty clip of uh, Armageddon. Yes. Mm. You're just trolling don't, us, aren't you? Don't don't think that didn't. Uh, I, I realized that the clip was long and decided I'm going to make it longer. <laughs> um, in fact, I found one. I'm like, oh, that's not long enough. So I had to find a second take. That had a longer clip. Um, and uh, I didn't know this, but, and it makes sense too, because, it, so it's very crumbly. Uh, it's almost, think of styrofoam, if you will. Uh, and now you don't want crumbly things floating around in outer space, and it gets in the computers and all the components and shit like that. So, like, even all the treats that they did have actually had, like, a gelatin around it. The, like to kind of like trap the crumbs, so like there wouldn't actually be crumbs. You would bite into it, and like the 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 gooey outside would keep it from uh, just falling apart. Because when you do bite into it, bite into it, it does like crunch and crumble in your mouth. The trick is to kind of take a bite and let it kind of dissolve. And yeah, it it kind of has a. Uh, um, Neapolitan flavor to it. It always comes in like the the Neapolitan uh, vanilla chocolate strawberry uh, bar kind of formula. Mm. You know, in a, in a sealed like aluminum bag with uh, an astronaut on the cover that absolutely never ever ever uh, ate it. Mm. Um, but I, I mean, it's hit or miss. Some people absolutely hate it. I kind of enjoy it. It's a, it's a, it's a fun thing. It's not like, it's like, oh God, I can't wait to get myself some astronaut ice cream. Um, yeah, I, I first had it, of course, air and space museum. So yeah, it worked. I gave NASA and Smithsonian my money, uh, cause I'm an idiot and I believed that astronauts ate astronaut ice cream. They don't. Astronauts just eat regular ice cream, like when they get home. When they get home. All right. Um, I'm going to get you some. Get me some astronaut ice cream? Yeah. Okay. I'll take it. I'm not going to turn it down. All right. Here is my next clip. Hi. Hi. I'm Dustin. I'm Robin. Pleasure to meet you. Uh, is, is she here? Is who here? Henderson. <laughs> Henderson. He's back. He's back. I'm back. You got the job. You got the job. <laughs> <laughs> oh. 
How many children are you friends with? Scoops Ahoy. Man, I love season three. I love Stranger Things so much. And I love season three of Stranger Things just so much. That the whole uh Starcourt Mall and uh Scoops Ahoy and the, the whole everything was so great. And what they did with the tie and so Enchantress and I went to Baskin Robbins before the season came out to to, to scope out the wares. Uh, we bought the magnets. We bought it. The guys there were so fucking. They're two Indian guys, and they were just like, "Yes, we have a Stranger Things things. What do you want?" <laughs> like, there's a reason they stopped using a poo on the show. Yeah, well, I'm just repeating what he he was really like not into it. And I'm like, I'll take the Demogorgon Sunday, and she'll have the Upside Down Sunday. And do you have the pop figure? And he's like. What the fuck are you talking about? Uh, I, I got that Steve Pop figure that was a Baskin Robbins exclusive. <laughs> um, but Baskin Robbins did like this. So they did this commercial for Scoops Ahoy at Baskin Robbins. And they had a phone number that you could call. And when you called this phone number, it gave you a Morse code that if you line it up with other Morse code and the flavors, if you went to the Scoops Ahoy and the flavors, there was all the Morse codes, you could find this video game. It was uh, ARG. Um, and it, 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 ARG requires players to interact with the real world. Clues are hidden on the website in physical locations like stores, broadcast on radio, and can be tucked into novels. Um it like was a perfect fit. I never even knew this existed. And when I was digging it up, I found this. They would like monitor the chats, the live chats of people playing the game and, and put things people said and their names into the game and really fucking freak people out. Hmm. Um, so the version Sorry, where is this game? I'm looking for uh 22 squared build it. It was uh on Baskin Robbins but a uh, scoops a whole oh, okay. game. So here uh, the here's and let me just play the video I found of 22 squared talking about the game. It it better describe it than I can. They were led Okay, here we go. It's the flavor teenagers can't stop talking about. Scoops ahoy! When viewers called the number at the end, they were led to Morse code that we'd hidden in store. That was just the beginning of Operation Scoopsnoop, an alternate reality game that turned players into characters in the Stranger Things universe. And to make it feel real, players could only use technology available in 1985, like landlines, Hello? fax machines, and Telnet, an early form of the internet. So how do we crack it? For two weeks, players descended into a rabbit hole of 160 pages of new storyline, using conversations with Dustin to close rifts opening across the country. We even monitored players' chats and worked their names and comments into the game's storyline in real time. In all, over 500,000 people played Operation Scoopster, creating an 11% sales lift and an 150% sales lift in Scoops Ahoy stores. And the top finishers each received a prize. Free ice cream or... Life. I wish I would have played this. It sounds so much fun. 
<laughs> right? It does sound. I don't, you have the. Would you have the patience for it? Uh no, I wouldn't have followed through. <laughs> but it seems like I like the idea. It seems fun. Fucking fun, man. So we went to our Baskin Robbins Dunkin' Donuts. Uh, did you miss like all the Baskin Robbins stuff? Yeah, I mean, uh... you didn't go and get the the ice cream or anything, did you? No, I would never buy ice cream Baskin Robbins. We went, and and like I said, the guys so they had um a, a ice cream pizza, which was a, a cookie with ice cream on it, and it had like icing and M and M's to look like the lights in the Byers family. Oh, so the upside down Sunday, which is what Enchantress got, had praline scoops and top it. The toppings were all on the bottom of the thing, and the the ice cream was at the top. I had the demigorgon Sunday, <clears throat> and the waffle bowl was meant to look like the demigorgon and there was like strawberry ice cream with strawberry topping on the top there was uh, the uss butterscotch quartz there was an lemonade freeze which is ice a lemonade freeze which was ice cream and minute made lemonade um yeah it was a cool promotion and um it got us there i i never had baskin robbins and i like the one by the like I lived across the street from it, right behind Ice Cream World, and their Baskin Robbins right there, and I never went once. Huh. Yeah, the <coughs> only one and uh, where uh, over uh, by Kansas work city used to be. No, there's a Baskin Robbins over by work where the clo- where the 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 Yakos is, and the the what's that fucking oh. Ollie's Outlet? Oh yeah, never been in there. I went there looking for the pop, and again, I asked them if they had it, and they're like. What the fuck? What are you talking about? Yeah, yeah. I was only ever at the one uh, by uh, um, the fabric place. What the hell is it? Uh, Joanne's Fabrics. Joanne's Fabrics. Yeah. So yes, Kitty City. The Kitty City was over there in Levitz. So yes, there was uh, the the scoops Ahoy ice cream flavors. It was pretty cool. It's a cool promotion. They're, the promotions director for fucking Stranger Things is fucking really good. <laughs> I'm really excited for the last season. I can't wait yeah. for all this, the tie-ins and shit. Because you know I live for that stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I dragged Enchantress's ass over to Baskin-Robbins <laughs> to get the get the ice cream with me. Um, I was very excited. That was my first pick. We're on your last pick, Squeezer. Nice. I don't have a lot here. It is kind of like, uh, I mean, how can you not? Hey, buddy, you gonna sell your car now? Let me in because (laughs) I'm a big fat guy and I can't go anywhere because it's gonna be some poison gas. I mean, it's gonna be really poison gas. Everybody's gonna be dead, especially (coughs) me. The ice cream man. Hey, buddy, you gonna let me in your car and drive me? Take take anything you want, man. Take it all. into a restaurant and ate everything in the restaurant and they had to close the restaurant. Hey, my dad may have gained a little weight, but he's not some kind of food crazed maniac. Uh, uh, oh, the raspberry. Rookies, <laughs> <laughs> please, there'll be time for the frozen pudding wagon later. <laughs> you still owe me ten more Iroquois twists. 
Ten The frozen uh, pudding wagon. <laughs> uh, how can you? How can you not? This is the greatest episode of TV ever produced. It um, is. It really is. Out of king size Homer, and Homer, the intent isn't uh, for him to steal an ice cream truck. He needs to go and save uh, the plant from. Uh, releasing toxic gas and exploding or he needs to release the gas to prevent it from exploding mm-hmm. um and it starts of course with homer holding a sign that says give me ride or everybody dies <laughs> and he's fat and sweaty in a muumu before before finally jacking a fudge brothers uh ice cream truck fudge um, brothers fudge brothers and then yeah Ralph is making fun of Lisa that uh, Homer is fat, and only in a very Ralph way. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like it's all hearsay in Ralph's mind, um, and I, I don't think he's even being mean. He's just curious. It's like, are you really that guy's daughter? Um, and of course, uh, when Homer gets to the plant, Mister Burns is uh, on his fitness kick now, so other employees are all excited. Homer's driving upside the cool. Like up the side of the cooling stacks, eventually flips, and uh, the one employee is so disappointed because like, oh, I can't decide without the pictures. Yeah, oh, I can't um, decide without the pictures. As he's like going on the the, the steam stack, right? Yeah. Um. Yeah, it was uh possibly the the, the greatest Simpsons episode ever. It Top is five the greatest, greatest moments, greatest TV episodes of all time. Um. So good. It's just so perfectly done. I was reading up a bunch on it and how they they wanted to make Homer fat and like, but not make him like grossy, slobbingly, like uh, not make him unlikable in the process. And other people said like it was so great working on it because the whole, even though what he's doing is horrible, mm-hmm. it's so positive. <laughs> like he, he achieves his goal like Homer wins his life this not his goal his what, life dream his life dream like this is everything he wanted and and he gets um yeah it, it's absolute perfection it sure oh, and it's not the only time he eats ice cream remember he uh has an uh ice cream sundae and he eats around the banana because it's just empty uh, calories em- empty vitamins empty vitamins that's it empty vitamins just empty vitamins just empty vitamins uh, yeah. you're right fish sandwich <laughs> i don't know <laughs> oh, i guess so yeah uh so good well speaking of homer my last pick really um it just fits the vibe of of the rad years and uh what we do and it's using simpsons clips to explain something dear bart the family has gone out for frosty chocolate milkshakes sorry we couldn't find you love <coughs> you said we were going out for frosty chocolate milkshakes to celebrate your first day of genius school, what do you say we go out for a round of frosty chocolate milkshakes? All righty. I'm taking you out for frosty chocolate milkshakes. Yay! Son, let's go out for frosty chocolate milkshakes. Uh, for frosty chocolate milkshakes. <laughs> frosty chocolate milkshakes! <laughs> let's all go out for some frosty chocolate milkshakes. Uh, let's go out for frosty chocolate milkshakes. 
Uh, let's go out for some frosty chocolate milkshakes. It's Homer's, uh, basically is like catchphrase. Yeah. Said it the most. Never picked up on that. No? Oh my God. Yeah. I've said it on this show like a hundred times. You never got it? No, I never picked up on that either. Oh. Well, we would, when we'd go out for ice cream, we'd go one place and one place only. And it was Ice Cream World. It is still there. If you're ever in Dorney Park, it's directly across the street. It's a small little store. I used to live behind it when I lived with Tommy. You know the house very well. Oh, I kind of. We'd, uh, we walking to the bar. We'd take breaks on the 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 bench and yeah, in the ice cream little parking it was lot. Such a long walk. It wasn't that long, but we were very drunk. Yes. So they the they hand it's all handmade hard ice cream flavors there. Um, the flavors they have currently are Bailey's Irish Cream, Banana Fluffernut, Banana Fudge, Banana Split, Banana Birthday Cake, Black Raspberry, oh raspberry, Black Raspberry Sherbet. <laughs> blueberry cheesecake, brownie batter, bubble gum, butter almond, butter brittle, butter pecan, cake batter, cappuccino blast, cherry cheesecake, cherry vanilla, chocolate chip cookie dough, chocolate marshmallow, chocolate peanut butter cookie dough, chocolate peanut butter, chocolate, chocolate almond fudge, coconut cream, coffee, cookie monster, cookies and cream, cotton candy, death by chocolate, double rich chocolate, dolce de leche, uh, French vanilla, Hawaiian cherry garden. Oh my God, I want to try that. Hawaiian cherry garden, ice cream cake, kitchen sink, lemon sherbet, lime sherbet, maple walnut, mint chocolate chip, mint cookie, mud pie, <laughs> <laughs> mm. orange, orange creamy, orange sherbet, peach, peanut butter cup fudge, peanut butter fudge, peppermint stick, pistachio, pralines and cream, rainbow sherbet, Rocky Road, Rum Raisins, Sea Salted Caramel, Strawberry Cheesecake, Strawberry Tea Berry, Tiramisu, Toffee Crunch, Vanilla Chocolate Fudge, Vanilla Fudge, Vanilla Peanut Butter, Vanilla Watermelon Sherbet. And then their seasonal flavors are Apple Pie, Chocolate Raspberry Cup, Eggnog, Mango, Mocha Chip, Pumpkin Cheesecake, Pumpkin, and Strawberry Shortcake. That's a lot of flavors, Squeezer. Mm-hmm. I usually would get the bubble gum or the vanilla peanut. Vanilla peanut butter was my jam. Peanut butter ripple. Ooh, peanut, that, that's that's vanilla that's, ice cream with like big sw- swirls of peanut butter in it. Yeah, that's uh, so both my ladies enjoy it. Oh, you, me, and your wife have so many things in common. How many times it's do you really say that? Weird. It is really strange. That's her favorite. Yeah, it is my favorite too. I mean, I'll eat almost anything on this list, though, except, like, the coffee flavors. Bailey's Irish Cream. Yes. The bananas I'm technically allergic to, but I'll still eat them. Birthday cake. (laughs) Black raspberry. Black raspberry sherbet. Blueberry cheesecake. Brownie batter. Yeah, nothing so far. Butter almond. Bubble gum. Butter brittle. Butter pecan. Cake batter. Sure. Cappuccino blast. I'll probably eat it, but I won't like it. Cherry cheesecake. Cherry vanilla. Yeah. Yeah, I want to try that Hawaiian cherry garden. Doesn't that sound awesome? Mm, I'm like... a, uh, I, I'm, I'm, I'm very basic. <laughs> well, they... this is where we got all our ice cream birthday cakes from too, as a kid. And they made, like, I, I, like they weren't sure if chocolate caused me to have migraines when I was a kid. So there was a while I couldn't eat chocolate. So they made a special one with vanilla uh, ice cream, strawberry ice cream, and like vanilla. 
uh, crunchies in the middle instead of chocolate. Aww, and they made those so spe- specifically for me. Yeah. I don't know. Will they still make it for you? I don't know. Like, okay, custom ice cream orders. You can custom order ice cream novelties in very small or huge quantities for your event. And it, it shows this. I think you could still get the the fresh sandwich squeezer. I gotta get down there. Listen, if anyone comes to Dorney Park, go across the street to Ice Cream World. I've been going there since I was a kid. It's been open since I was a kid. It's still there. We only go there when we need dry ice, <laughs> like once a year in like October. Mm-hmm. We're about to do the Phantom oh, Sunshine. Not, not not anymore. Well, not anymore. But that's the only time you and I would ever go there. But yeah, give us all the drives you have. They were so annoyed with us. We're like, all right. I mean, you could have called ahead. Well, that's not up to us. Right. <laughs> uh, it's open seven days a week, 10 to 10 in the summer. They're open till 11. They only close on Christmas and Thanksgiving Day. Ice Cream World. That's it. That's our ice cream show, Squeezer. How the fuck did we do almost an, two hours on this when... We, we didn't even do our full ramble. Well, it's an hour uh, 45. We, we blended it in um, partway through. Well, know. it is only an hour no, 45, so. Uh, sorry. We, we can talk more about our local air conditioning issues if you'd like. Right. Or our uh, local food choices and Uncle Bix and his mm. weirdness. He only discovered there was a uh, red lobster in our mall parking lot when I told him uh, during a Phantoms game, and then he proceeded to eat there for lunch every day. Uh, see, that's where I, I'm, I think I'm calling this bluff on that. Why? Uh, I think he knew, and he used that discovery as a way to get free <coughs> Red Lobster meals from the rest of the guys when they go out and they buy, so he gets a treat at Red Lobster, and they go more often than not. Yeah, but he pays all the time. Nah, not all the time. I don't know. I think... I think he tries, and then... His I, I think he is as dumb as certain people say he is. Dougie. Dougie calls him bird brain. <laughs> I think he's that dumb and didn't realize there was a red robin. Uh, or, 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 or red figures out how computers work, he might hear this one day. <laughs> he'll never he'll never hear this. I love him this to is, death. This is a man who this is a man He comes who, to my house for Christmas every year. I love this man. I know, but and I I saved this man's life because he wanted his his floors were cold in his trailer. So his theory was he was going to get a kerosene heater, put the kerosene heater underneath his trailer, and then put a skirt around it to trap the heat in there, thereby heating his his floors to keep his trailer warm. And I pointed out that, you know what else likes uh, the heat? Animals, like squirrels and rabbits and other things that will then build a nest around the heater, start it on fire, and then burn your trailer to the ground. Mm-hmm. That's a good point. <laughs> That makes a I lot of sense. Bix is like what, 108? I think, uh, yeah, somewhere up there. He, he's yeah, he, he's well, lived he's a lot of life. He, he's lived, he's like, uh, what was, oh, what the hell is that show? Where they, he, was it Quant, not Quantum Leap? Uh, uh, Benjamin Button, but yeah, uh, he's, he's, lived, he's lived multiple lives where other people like. He's a reverse Benjamin Button. <laughs> yeah. He's just getting older. Well, I mean, we all are. Yeah, but he's like, he looks <laughs> like he's 200 that. years old. Yeah. Um, 
Well, uh, yeah, he, he does live uh, a charmed life, I guess. In his trailer without heat on the floor because you wouldn't let him. No. I, I, I mean, you take the most like the dan most dangerous heating implement you can have and just stick it under your house. Stick it under your house. It's a good idea. All right, we, uh, I don't even know what we're doing next week, but I don't care. We'll figure it out. We are back next week with another show. Um, I can have this in a minute. Come on, Spacer, you can do it. You just got to look at the notes. I think I have it empty, though, so. Oh, no, it's more school memories. Oh. And then the next week I have empty. <laughs> After Memorial Day. I got a blank there, so we got to figure that out. Got gotcha. Oh, shit, I got to do the rest of the... The summer, I only got up to the 28th. Yeah. And when I did this, I'm like, I did this in Las Vegas in a, in a fucking Uber squeezer. Oh, nice. We were in nice. a long-ass Uber. Uber. Whatever. Nothing. Uh, no, I... You're not talking. You're not adding anything. I, I got nothing to add. I thought you were wrapping up the show. Yeah, I guess so. I don't want to. I, I feel like we're having fun. I got to pee. All right, let's wrap it up. Uh, we'll be back next week talking I'm some. Standing. Let's, oh, he's standing. Maybe we just keep it going and see how long we get him. <laughs> going. No, I'm, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Back next week, I'm RK. I'm Squeezer. Bye, everybody. Bye.